Hi there, and thanks for joining us for Stress to the Nines, a daily devotional from First Presbyterian Church of Fort Smith. Good evening. Let's begin. O God, come to our assistance. O Lord, hasten to help us. The Lord grant us a restful night and peace at the last. We spent last night and we're spending tonight on uh, the parable I dread, as I mentioned. I'm going to read it for you one more time. And then we're going to talk about what it has to do with the most beloved of parables, the parable of the prodigal son. Here we are, chapter 16 of Luke. Then Jesus said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager and charges were brought to that rich man that the man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, what will I do? Now that my master is taking the position away from me, I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, how much do you owe my master? And the debtor answered, a hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 50. Then he asked another, how much do you owe? And the debtor replied, a hundred containers of wheat. And he said to him, take your bill and make it 80. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with that with their own generation than are the children of light. This has always bothered me because the bad man should not get away with the bad behavior, right? And even more than that, even worse than that, it seems he's commended for that bad behavior. But let's look at that more closely. Think about what happened to each debtor who was had their debt cut um, so drastically um, by this manager. Think about what they did next. They probably raced from that place, ran home, and told everyone they could about this good fortune that came to them uh, unwarranted. So several households are doing that. We can imagine the party that has started, the rejoicing, um, the good times by all. And now the rich man receives the books. He sees, he sees what this manager has done. He has two choices. He can either march into town and tell all those partying and rejoicing people that the manager was a liar and that they've all been duped and that they still owe. He can stop the party, basically. He can stop the praising, he can stop the rejoicing. Or he can keep quiet. He can recognize that this manager, dishonest as he is, was at the end of his rope. Felt he had no other options except to fling himself into the abyss, um, leaning on the nature of the rich man. Remember what we know about him? He's generous. And so this steward flung himself 
um, into the generosity of the rich man. You know, I have nothing to lose here. I'm going to rely on his generosity. And at the end of the day, the rich man looks at it and he doesn't commend him for being a good person. He doesn't say what he, was, what he did was right. But he commends him for how shrewdly he act, acted. For, for you could argue he commends him for recognizing how generous he is. And when he had no other choices, or thought he had no other choices, he relies on the man's generosity to save him. So that's what he does. Um, so that this man will have his salvation, so that someone will let him into their homes, let him work for them, uh, and now that he's fired, let him have a life, uh, so that that salvation can come. Um, he, he takes the brunt of it. He takes the loss so that the man can be saved. Does that sound fairly familiar? This parable, I, I still don't like it. I don't like it at all. But it's starting to sound pretty familiar um, to the character of God. And before we end tonight, I want to point out to you the very beginning of the story when it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, okay, well, what happened right before the then? Well, guess what happened right before the then? Jesus ended his most famous parable uh, with the father saying of his prodigal son, we have to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. Then Jesus said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager. These two stories are related. In both, uh, both end in rejoicing and in a party that the father is unwilling to end and is willing actually um, to take whatever loss is necessary um, so that the rejoicing can continue. That is the nature of our God. Whether it's easy for me or you to understand or hard, um, the nature of God is um, I will take the pain. I will take the cost so that you can be saved. Let's pray. Lord, as we come into the weekend, we pray for not just rest, but some renewal. Refill us, Lord, and restore us, we pray. We live in difficult times and we need your nourishment now more than ever. We thank you for the way you have walked with us this far and we thank you that you promised to never leave us orphaned but to always send your spirit to walk along beside us. We thank you for that this night and we pray in your name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 
Phil will be with you in the morning, uh, on Monday morning, and I will see you Monday evening. Uh, next week's parable is, let's see if I can see it. Oh, oh my, it's gonna be the Pharisee and the tax collector. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and give you his peace, now and forevermore. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Stress to the Nines. You can enjoy this daily devotional five days a week on the church's Facebook page at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. or continue to enjoy them on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Until the next time, peace.